Hey guys, this is Crazy Juicy Love. If you're ready to change your life, your finances, and your love life, hiring a coach will dramatically give you results in any area that's important to you. This is season two of Crazy Juicy Love. Why hiring a coach will change your life. So hey guys, so welcome to Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. I have a really special guest, uh, Mr. Alan Little, all the way from Kansas. Uh, he is a motivational speaker and a coach. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Alan. Introduce yourself and who you are in the world and what are you doing in the world. All right, so first, um, first off, I want to thank you a lot for having me on your show. You know, I've seen some of the stuff you're doing online. It looks like you're making a really good message and you're out there putting out that positivity. You know, we can never have too much of that. And um, right. another thing as well, so I am Alan Little. Um, Alan Little with a little motivation. Um, my my coaching practice <laughs> titled A Little Motivation. So I tell everyone I'm Alan Little with just a little motivation. And yes, I'm a motivational speaker and I have the coaching practice and everything. Um, and as far as me, I just, uh, it started off as kind of like a little side thing where I would give little talks around town and I did Toastmasters and other groups as well. And then eventually after doing the speaking and everything, I got interested in coaching because it was something where it's like people will come to the seminars I would have, but then five days later, they go kind of right back to their normal lives. So I was wow. kind of wondering like, yeah, yeah. I was kind of wondering like, what could I do or what who could I be to be a part of their full like transformation process you know and that's when i invested in myself went to a lot of different seminars and everything and once things started gaining traction kind of led me to where i am now wow now what was the moment that was real impactful for you that because i know for me it was like a journey where i didn't like it really found me like i didn't mm -hmm. <laughs> I, like it wasn't even on my radar to be a coach um, mm -hmm. and, I, and I spoke with you online before. I know you took Landmark, and I took Landmark too, and I had an opportunity to coach one of the courses, and I had no idea. I only did it because I wanted to deepen myself in the distinctions because I saw how it was an impact in my life. And then when I started coaching others in their life, I was like, holy crap, like, I made a difference in that person's life. Yeah. So, how did you discover that moment for you? Like, what was like, oh, this is what I was meant to do? Because you're doing so well. What was that moment for you? I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it was, it was it definitely in a, in a very, very, very beginning. It started off with just wanting to motivate my mom. Um, mm. My mom, yeah, my mother, she's a single mom, four kids. And, and she, was, she had four kids, two jobs, and one God. And watching her, yeah, watching her, like, go through life and, and, and some of the things she was struggling with, I'm talking, like, relationships, and she battled, you know, like, weight loss, things like that, and, and, and her just her psychology, because the world, you know, to her, it's just the world was just so hard, so I was kind of, like, I wasn't the oldest one, but I was the oldest one, you know, and mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time just, like, 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 literally just motivating her like mom we can do this mom we can do this and i kind of became obsessed with just keeping her happy and a lot of that that was kind of the origin of all of it and then eventually kind of growing up i found myself in high school just kind of being that guy that people giving people advice and then um that's when it led to the speaking and next thing i know like i'm talking to someone and and they're taking information and applying it and listen man like i I think I'll, I'll pay you, you know, if you could just talk to me like this regular, <laughs> we could just work together. I'm like, you'll pay me, like, in money? You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I thought you were to give me, like, <laughs> I thought you talking, like, five dollars, but no. So, so, I, 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 <laughs> so, after a while, I did go through some different um, transformational programs and everything, and then that's when I, I had my very first official client sign up for my coaching program. And she was a girl who was um, battling confidence issues, and just the way she talked to herself, it just it just wasn't working. And she was she actually was she lived in Greece, so my mm -hmm. very very first my very very first client was in Greece. And how did she it was just, find you? Instagram. Oh, okay. 
Yep, yep. Instagram. We were we were chat, we were we were chatting on Instagram and everything, and and she was like, "Listen, I was like before we even like go into all of this, I want to let you know that I was praying for something that you know in my life." And oh wow! Right after that prayer, yeah, she's like, right after your prayer, like one of your posts came up, and just the rest is history. So I connected with her. She got the coaching thing, and now like before we were before before she dealt with things like she smoked. Um, she had, like I said earlier, the confidence thing, boyfriend, and now afterwards, she barely ever smokes at all. She, she, she's now, she, she has a little bit of more, like, she has that certainty in her life, you know? Because it's really, once you, like, un, kind of undo the stuff that people are conditioned to believe, their true self come out. Right. You know? So, I kind of found myself just, like, man, like, being a part of her process, and she's going through the system that I created to kind of get her to find herself and after a while she just takes off and now she's one to you know get into acting and modeling and all this stuff and really go after her passion wow wow How, um wh where did you study may I ask oh like in college mm -hmm. like yeah oh like the programs you took and that really you started to hone in your coaching skills and your uh yeah. public speaking skills like where did you study so what I would say is, I mean, Toastmasters gave me a good, like, how to speak and everything, but a lot of it um, is based in spirituality, um, ancient spiritual truths. Um, the Four Agreements talked about the Toltec Society, how they mm -hmm. had a program where they would help people transform their lives and just, like, ancient, like, Mayan times and everything. And I just became an avid reader, and then I had a lot of good mentors. I mean, one of my, one probably the one of the greatest people that had an impact on me um, was this man. And I, I used to work at a gym just part-time, just picking up, you know, just extra money and free membership. And someone tells me, that, hey, man, this guy, he made over $220,000 in one month. And I'm oh, like, wait. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, that guy right there. No, no, no. He, he does speaking. He does speaking, but he does other businesses as well. So pretty much similar line of work. So I go talk to him. And I'm like, hey, you know, like, well, what do you do? And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just, just curious. <laughs> and, and, and he's all like, oh, I'm in, um, I'm in different businesses and real estate and all of this good stuff. And I'm like, well, how, how can I get into that? <laughs> and that's when he um, told me about, to read my first personal development book. And that was Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, that and, is the book. <laughs> yep, yep. And and then after reading that book, um, that the it, that led to another, then led to another, and then led to just more and more books. To the, I got to the point where I hundreds of hours probably, and then going to different seminars and everything following that. And I kind of just, I kind of, it's like one of those things where like there's some of us that just we just know like this is what I want to do. I love serving right. people in this way. And there's nothing else I really want to do. Right. It's, it's so interesting you just say that because, you know, for years, for years, you know, for me, you know, I was acting and I was dancing and then, you know, I did photography and that was, wasn't really something that really brought me so much joy and I just didn't know what that was. And then, mm. and as I started coaching and I just started to really see how these how people were changing their lives changing their relationship with people and like and i was so moved mm -hmm. by who this person was being after a couple of mm -hmm. phone calls and i was just like oh my god like this is i think this is what i was meant to do and yeah. and i would even do it for free because just the the, the mere fact of like helping someone uncover a block or either identify the block that's stopping them from having the life that they love, the the love of their life or what's stopping them in having um, love or having being fully expressed in love and then seeing yeah. them where they are now, just like, it's so amazing. Like your, your first client in Greece, I mean, that's just like, whoa, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's so moving when you oh. can take one person shift them from one space to another uh it's i just find it beautiful yeah yeah it definitely it's it, 
it's, it's, it's something that's beautiful in and of itself. And I, I definitely have to acknowledge that, like, there's sometimes I get really like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the this, I'm that. It's what was working through me that I think is really, like, the greatest source of power, you know, just, just in my belief, in my faith. Like, because there's just sometimes when I'm helping somebody and I'm like, man, that was not me talking to them. Right. <laughs> like, it's just the ideas are coming in. So it's almost like I, I got, I have the belief that we're all connected. And in a sense, mm-hmm. people have, people basically use other people to allow their higher mind to speak through them. Right. So if we, let's say somebody is a, uh, has an eating disorder, they keep eating, you know, and then they obviously get thoughts that this is bad or anything, but like they just, they ignore the thoughts and keep eating. And then they bump into somebody that says, hey, you know, my name is John, blah, 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 blah. And for some reason, I just feel like telling you that slow down on the meals. You know, like just, just, just like random events happen and, and these things can happen consciously um, if we just put our place, put ourselves in a space of love for the other person. Right. So we, we really speak from our heart and our heart is connected to something divine that lives with them as well. That, well, so, so talk to me about like, you know, I was reading your website that says getting in, getting in touch with your core confidence like mm-hmm. what it's like like i really love what you said like how like, what are some tips that you can provide to people to like really start to tap into that well, how do you even start to work with clients to even get them mm-hmm. to that point to be confident in who they are to show yep. up in life yep so um that's that's you actually the answer is right in the in the question you said confidence in who they are Confidence is generated by knowing something versus kind of guessing at something. Like, you can confidently drive to the gas station. Because <laughs> you know where it's at. You know exactly where the gas station is. You go to the gas station. It's not, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I get the gas station. You're confident in doing that. We're confident in waking up and making breakfast, you know. So we're actually doing little confident things every day because we know it. So the, the, when I'm coaching someone, the, the paradigm is not really trying to help them, in a sense, climb up the ladder, but to know they are already at the top of the ladder. They right. are already, already top there. of the ladder. Yeah, they're already the diamond. They're already the gold. But Joe Blow and Joe's mom has convinced them otherwise. Right. It's like we, we, I, it's how I, oh, my God, you just said something really great. Well, at least I heard it. Like how... Hmm. A lot of us, and especially clients, the beautiful thing about the co- being a coach is like you start to hear and see the beliefs that people start to operate under. That's not even their own. They're mm-hmm. operating under some old paradigm, some old beliefs, some like childhood trauma, you know, mm-hmm. and they start to operate in that, in that space and then even realizing that they are in a coach, like having a coach is so valuable even get them to that confident place like it's already there but you know Mm -hmm. having someone like you to like no it's it's there just like oh just like this little block here was just in a way let's just remove this block you know yeah um that's so how do you as a coach get out of your own way just to to be this powerful man that i see you to be like how do you stay out of your way and keep holding space for your clients how do you take care of yourself as a coach um so so some of the biggest things that i do is i go on appreciation walks so yeah an appreciation walk is i i'm a a mall walker okay i'm a a mall walker yes i'll be walking amongst the older people just you know you just walk you 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 got the you got the windbreaker on you got the hot socks on. <laughs> yeah, I am a mall walker. And and I would I would go on these walks and I, everybody I look at, I would in a sense appreciate them. You know, like I appreciate that guy's hair. I appreciate that beautiful kid with that with that lady and and, and I would I would look at them from such a place like, man, like that person, they're they're a part of me. Like whenever I see someone that's even doing something that we consider bad or hideous, I see that's an aspect of me that can be healed. You know, like mm-hmm. living from the living from the paradigm that literally we are all one. That it's almost like we have our knees, our elbows, our head, our shoulders. That person is my knee, that person is my shoulder. They are literally a part of me. So who am I? 
to even try to be on some authority figure role because I'm just trying to trump myself. Like they are me. Like Jesus said, um, Jesus said that I and the Father are one, and ye are my brethren. See, and and me, I'm not the most, you know, like I don't know the Bible that well, but the little things that I do know, I believe are very, very relevant to today. You know, like yes, I'm one right. with God, but but you're my brothers. We're all equal in this, you know. We're not the same. But we are equal in, in the sense of our divine presence with, you know, our creator. Right. You know, there's, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, Gabriella Bernstein. You know, she talks a lot about, you know, third child and God. And, and she go, she said, too, like, um, every person that you meet is, uh, is like, Earth, this is Earth school. And every person you meet is an opportunity to learn and grow. Like, this is your mm-hmm. life lesson and you're meeting someone. So... The very lesson that you need to learn is is, is right right there in your face, but mm-hmm. you know we're a lot of us are so busy judging and and labeling and that really keeps us at a distance from actually seeing yeah. the lesson that we need to learn to like break through to what we need to learn to heal in ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's so true. That that's so true. So what like what do you find that some of the misconceptions that people have about coaching? Because I do run into people like, well, I I, I can just read a book, you know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you know. Yeah. So how do you how do you yeah. what are some misconceptions? So um, one, I mean, one of the ones I see is that you know a lot of people think that. You know, oh, you get a coach when you're depressed, when you're depressed and when your life is in shambles, but really just the opposite. Like a coach is not someone that, I mean, if you are depressed, you could benefit from a coach. However, if you're not depressed and you're wanting to get to the next level, I mean, it gets to the point where you, you get to the place where you, there has to be someone outside of you telling you the things Mm -hmm. you're doing, because sometimes your ego keeps you from looking at the reality Uh, of your situation. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah it's like we get we get some of us get so vested in ourselves that we, i'm already at the top i know i'm unhappy in these things in life but it's just the way the world is but it's almost like a coach is someone standing outside of you and you can read a book all you want that's the information but that has nothing to do with integration ah uh, oh that's good say that again <laughs> you're reading a book that's the information but it has absolutely nothing to do with integration i meet people actually no right now i'm coaching a guy who i can legitimately say he's smarter than me when it comes to he, he he's actually a coach himself and he's been in seminars he knows more information than i do everything this. but the only reason why he hired me is because i am i am relentless at integration like i'd rather know five books integrate five books than know 500 books to integrate like two <laughs> right yes. so with me, I'm like, when you get the information, you learn it, you integrate it, you do it, you put it to action. And in reality, action is just demonstrating what you believe. So if, you, if someone tells you something like, oh, um, you can be anything you want. You can be a, a star or you can be a singer, whatever it is. And then the singing competition comes around and you don't want to join because you're scared where you're demonstrating to the universe that you don't believe that you are singing. No matter how many books you've read, no matter how many seminars you went to, when it's time to demonstrate what you deeply believe, the universe is watching Mm, it sure is. It's, it's, oh my God, just, uh, you know, it's, it's so true. Like a lot of, it's like a lot of people struggle with integration and a lot of people struggle with just taking action. And I think one of the biggest hurdles I find as a coach is, especially with men, and I, I want to get your, your thoughts on this, is like a lot of men have an issue with looking within to see what is stopping them from having the love of the, the love of their life, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to, to the career they want. Because I'm actually listening to, I'm not sure you're familiar with this therapist coach, um, Estelle Perel. There's a podcast mm-hmm. called um, "Where Do We Where Do We Begin?" and she's in every. It's like the uh, she's it's a, it's a one-time coaching session with a couple and. Every single man in that session struggles with looking within. So from your experience, like, what usually stops men from, like, just 
wanting to go there, but but this what is the, the value that you see with like looking within and breaking through and taking action? Yeah. So so um, I'll first acknowledge that um, when it comes to a lot of men struggling with looking within, well, there's there's primarily three different paradigms of living. And this is something I learned from a um, transformational institute called Savitov and in, in, I think it was in North Florida. And one thing they were speaking on, on how the three paradigms of living is there's these Indian phrases that kind of summarizes them. And the first phrase is Tomas, the Tomas way of living. Tomas is when I have this, then I'll do this, then I'll be happy. When I have a million dollars, then I'll then I'll do whatever I want, then I'll be happy. Right, right. right. So that's a lot of employees. Now, when it comes to the second one, that's Rahas. And in the Rahas way of being, that's when I, if I do this enough and do this and do this and do this, then I'll have all the money I want or have whatever I did, then I'll be happy. And, and that's the second paradigm. That's a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of, you know, predominantly men as well, which I'll touch on right after the last one. And the actual last one is the Sarfa. The Sarfa way of living is be, do, have. Oh, be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be the state of being you want to be at the end goal first. Then from that place, you'll be inspired to do things and which allow you to have whatever you want. But at the same time, you don't even care about what you have because you're already joyful. You're already blissful. You see? And, right. and a lot of, in my, in the coaching courses that I have people go through, it's exactly what it is to get people to integrate that into their lives. And that's what allows them to transfer from that area of not happy, not happy. I, I, I had this one guy who's made hundreds of thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars and he's like listen dude like i spent half my life working for money and i built this huge company from here to texas man but it's, money's not worth that and and he was struggling like what you're saying with earlier looking within see when you when you have the paradigm of raha do this do this grind work hard you're so busy on the action. You're so busy on what you're creating that you're not looking at your own state of being, a.k.a. with that. So the way that I teach people to go about it, the way that I go about it is like, what is my emotional state right now? I'm only, mm-hmm. I perform best when I'm, I'm in charge of my emotional state. This one guy was telling me, he's like, you know, emotions are random. They go up and down. I'm like, that's because your thoughts and beliefs are going up and down. Right. It's possible. Yes. Yes, it is possible to live in complete joy 100% of the time. That is absolutely possible. But, <laughs> yes. but, but the, the, thing, the thing that limits that is the belief. The first thing that limits it is the belief that it's not. If someone has the belief that it's not possible, then they're never going to experience it. Yeah. yeah. So with that first that belief that it is possible, they're learning how to get to that. Then it gets to the point where you'll find that joy when you do look with that. And the best way to, you can, a good way to look within is to observe, first observe what you're the closest people tell you from without, from outside of you. John, you're kind of negative. You know I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's one of the ways. And then also some of the things I do is like meditation, quieting the mind, evaluating the way we talk to ourselves. Like, the conversations we have with other people are nowhere near as important as the conversations we have with ourselves. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, I find, like, it's a constant, constant, uh, what you just said, uh, looking at the conversations. And even I discovered, too, even the conversations that I'm having with my friends, because sometimes I find, like, those conversations in our head we don't realize that we're enrolling others into our drama, into our, like, negative talk. Mm-hmm. And then they start mm-hmm. treating us that way. And they were like, why are you treating me like this? Why do you think yes. I'm negative? And it's like, oh, like, oh, I'm actually allowing this. I'm telling this person this is how I am. And they're just reflecting mm-hmm. back to me my my own, sh- my own shit, you know. Yep. And, um, and, and that's, you know really I love what you do with um, your uh, your clients because allowing them to see their self-talk is really a lot of what is really stopping them in Mm -hmm. their life Um, and Mm -hmm. it's a huge roadblock I don't think a lot of people are aware that their self-talk is stopping them from having the love the life the money the career that they Mm -hmm. want 
Um, That's so true. Um, so, did you have a coach, or have you had a coach yeah. before? Yeah, yeah. My, um, <laughs> I've had a lot of coaches, but some of my um, great um, coaches is okay. So, I'm about to I'm about to jump to a new dimension for a little bit. Is that okay? <laughs> sure, go ahead. Okay, we're about to. But yeah, <laughs> okay. We just <laughs> we just landed in another dimension. So okay. I'm very I'm I I when I first came across spirituality I went really really deep into it and I, I came across something called channeling and Say that again channel, channeling I came across something called channeling okay okay great mm-hmm. and so channeling is pretty much um, people well all of us have the ability to do it but the people that work on that channeling muscle has allowed themselves to quiet their mind so much that our higher self or God or the universe or anything we want to call it can flow through them and speak as through them as one. Mm-hmm. And so in a sense, they're, they're channeling their divine self, which is our divine self because we're all one. So a lot of my um, mentors were, were channels. Like I, I have a guy here in Kansas city. His name is um, Zachary Weaver and he channels a being named Matthias and the thing about Matthias is that his coaching, well, I call it coaching. He's just speaking, giving advice, but his coaching standpoint is always first state of being. Like when I was first, when I was first building the coaching practice, I'm like, listen, Matthias, like, why is it like the money isn't here yet? And all this stuff, yada, 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 you know? And he'll say things like, well, are you predominantly focused on the money not being here? Or are you predominantly focused on the tonner's way? Ooh. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, you caught me. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm like, ooh. And, and so, and and so, when I started really listening to him, and 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 listening that, like, man, like I'm spending more time focusing on it not being here than it is being. That's why I'm manifesting and not being here. Things started to shift, you know. And then there's another lady. Um, her name is Jayma, J A I M A A. She lives in Gainesville, Florida. And this woman is a, a fire, like, Queen Cleopatra type. She's very, very spiritual as well. But she has the ability just to tell the blunt truth. Mm. Just the, I mean, that, that is such a gift when you have someone that can tell you the truth and they will not sugarcoat it. They won't sugarcoat it like they got diabetes or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no so, sugar on that at all. So what truth did she tell you? Um, well, so I'm a, I'm gonna get a little personal. So I'm I'm uh I'm I'm single, yes. and and uh-huh. and one of the things I am up to right now is I'm you know I'm trying to you know use these laws and consciously create a wife, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm yeah I'm trying to you know I'm, I'm trying to you know sort of not start a family just yet, but I I am definitely at the state of my life where I'm ready to meet the woman that I will eventually start a family with. I'm ready to at least meet her, you know, wherever right. goes from there goes from there. And so I, w- I would talk with Jamie about this and everything. And then some of the things she would tell me is stuff like when you're in a sense thinking of your dream girl, thinking of your woman, thinking of all of that good stuff, you're, you're saying that you want a woman that, you know, takes care of the body. You want a woman that's wise. You want a woman that's this. But all of these standards that you're setting for yourself, are you matching those standards yourself? Mm. So, so it's like so many people say, oh, I wish I had a person that did this. I wish I had a girl or a man that did this. But themselves, they're not a matching frequency to that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, that is, I think for me, one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn in my mm-hmm. dating. And so and um, I was dating a guy and he said this thing to me. He was like, I don't want you. I mean, I don't need you. I want you. And I had no idea what mm-hmm. that meant. And it really threw me because I didn't know. I never had anybody said it to me before. And mm. it basically means that I want you for you and you don't have to be anything else. And I don't mm-hmm. need you to complete. I don't need you to complete me in any kind of way. And I was wow. like, oh, holy shit. Like that mm-hmm. just really rocked me. And so when I like, you know, went further into that when I started doing the calling and the one work and became a coach, like really diving into that. And one of the very first exercises you do is like you write down all the things that you want in a person, you you say you need in a person. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I think a lot of people out there don't know what they want 
have no clue or not even a clear idea of what they want. And so when I got clear of what I wanted, and then she has this mm-hmm. other thing like, okay, how are you going to be that for yourself? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I got, I got some work to do. And, uh, <laughs> and so what is it that, you know, you started to discover and from your coaches saying, you need, how are you going to match that energy? Like, what did that allow you to do to work on yourself? Well, the interesting thing is, okay, <laughs> I started going to the gym. Let's just, let's just start with there. I started going to the gym. Because <laughs> I, I put, yeah, I put some things that incline, I put some things that insinuate she definitely goes to the gym. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it, I got to get my tail in the gym then. And, um, right. Right. So, because <laughs> you know, cause she be, she can't be. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not completely out of shape, but you know, I got a little more flat than I need. Um, but yeah. one of one of one of the interesting things I want to say right now is that I actually, um, I, I I made an agreement with the universe, um, and I, I have like seven or eight pages I wrote about her, and and what it's saying is like, how wow. will I know? Yeah, it's like, how will I know? How will I know when I've met her? And I put a lot of things. I put spiritual, mental, physical, and all of these great things. And mind you, also, um, side note, if there's people out there that are single and are looking to meet theirs, this, this could just take this advice and put this, like, you can try this out. Write down in detail the things you want. Because that's kind of like a, the universe knows exactly what you, your preferences, okay? Like, if, if you're, you're specific. It's on paper. You can reread it. You know, so write down the things you want. So I wrote down all of the things I wanted. And um, like I said, physical, mental, spiritual. I probably spent more time on physical than all of them, but whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> but but I also I create um, I create little vantage points that I so I know for sure it's it. So I ask you, I pretty much said you, how do I how will I know? And one of the things I put for physical is she has a tattoo going down her spine, and it's of the Japanese letters or Japanese or Chinese letters, and it says something like faith or love or honor or courage or something like that. So that way, like when I see that on a girl, like ah, this could be the manifestation. So it's like these little, like some some girls go like, I want a guy when he specifically kisses me on my forehead. That's how I know. You see, like we all have these little things that we just know, and that's what I just pick up. I have a lot of tattoos myself. I got little arms. I do back tattoos, but that's just a little easy way to know that, like, oh my goodness, like she is the one that I was creating because. The mental and spirit, the mental and spiritual matches like perfectly, and then also that little fun little tattoo kind of affirms to me that the universe, God, did bring her. Mm. That's yeah, that's very specific. Wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm ready, uh, man. I'm ready, man. <laughs> I, 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 eight, eight pages. How will I know? Was that mm. something that you created, or that was something that your mm. coach friend um, suggested you do? Well, it, it was something that that came from. It just came from me, from from the higher mind. I I was in Florida and I was just out there chilling, and I went to a like a really inspiring seminar, and I was in I was in such my authentic place that in that place of authenticity, I met I met her in my heart, and when I met her in my heart, I was like, my first thought was, wow, she's real, she exists, and once I knew that she exists. That's when I started believing. I was like, okay, any girl like I'm that I, I just got to be authentic with girls. Like, listen, I'm 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 not saying I'm trying to get married right now, but I'm very clear that I'm ready to meet the woman that I'm ready to marry someday. So it's almost like it just came to me through inspiration. That was one of the things I did. I would go on, I would drive, and I would just hold her hand, you know, driving to the gas station, just all kinds of stuff. But once you believe that they exist, you start acting as if they're already there, right? So I'm not, this is really interesting. So I'm not sure you're familiar with the law of awareness. What's that? So there's a book called The Law of Awareness. And basically it's a law that when you you physically, mentally, and emotionally visualize something, it is bound to happen. So what you just, just literally created is something that... I usually have my clients do right before bed and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a quick story from that book. I mean, I, I totally recommend you to read this book. It, it, it really changed a, a lot of my life. Um, wow. And there's a story in the book where 
this woman goes to see the guy who wrote who who wrote the book, and mm-hmm. um, she she was going there, was trying to you know having marital problems with her husband, and she was there with her son. The husband was not there, and so he gave her this exercise. He he was like, okay, I want you to go every night before bed. I want you to, to visualize uh, and see visualize this person. Like the most important thing, you must feel the relationship that you want in your mm-hmm. dreams that's the most yeah. important part you must feel it it also tony robbins talks about this he calls it incantations you must feel mm-hmm. it visualize it and physically uh feel that it's here those three p- components mm-hmm. which also is in this book and so her son overheard this conversation he goes i know how i'm going to get this dog Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, you're not allowed to have a dog. He was like, too late. I know what dog I want. So every mm-hmm. day this kid did the exercise. And mm-hmm. the next day, I think three days later, there was a contest in his school. I think he was about 10 years old. And they had to write an essay on something they really wanted. He wrote an essay mm-hmm. on this dog and he won. And so wow. he won the contest. He won the contest. It made the newspaper. So they had to wow. the community come, and the prize was a dog. Well, the interesting oh, thing about the dog, God. the interesting thing about the dog was the kid had cut out a dog from a magazine of this dog, a collie, and it was exactly the dog that he won. And wow. it was because of that contest he won that dog. The parents' relationship changed, and mm-hmm. they stopped fighting. Mm. Like I was just like, I'm doing this every day. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. Didn't how it makes a difference in my life, and it yep. really clicked for me. I said, Oh, this is what Tony Robbins has been talking about. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Um, mm. So, share with me like an, um, a moment in your life when you had, you know. You had a coach. You were you were seeing a coach, and your life was one way. And he he or she says something to you, and it really shifted you. You got into action around that thing. Like what area of your life were you working on that the, the coach helped you shift that? Yeah, it was. Um, oh, I have a very clear memory. Um, I had a I had a guy who was who was coaching me, and. It was it was very and he was very very unorthodox, you know, like come with t shirt on and shorts and we were almost like just buddies, but he was coaching me. And at mm-hmm. the time, I worked at AT and T, and I was in a sense, I knew I wanted more out of life. I knew I wanted to be more than uh, a corporate employee, but I was just too afraid to take that leap. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I would rationalize it by they paid me a lot of money, you know, like I was fairly young at the time and I was making a, a family man's income. So I was like, I'm, I'm doing well. And I'm, I'm telling him, they're like, listen, I'm doing well. You know, I know everything's going well. And he's pretty much like a business coach and coach of mine. And he just looks at me and he's like, God didn't put you on this earth to work at AT&T your whole life. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 he just I listen, I probably talked for like twenty minutes about how um good of a job it was and the benefits and all of this stuff. And I can tell you as the as the sister Frank Franklin says, he was having absolutely none of it. <laughs> and he just said, God that put you on this earth to work at ACT for your whole life, man. And I'm like it, I, I, I can't. I can't disagree with that. And 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 ever since that conversation, my thoughts started shifting. It was like, if I'm not put on this earth to work selling phones my whole life, what am I here to do? Mm. And and just pondering that questioning, that's when it started lighting up for me. Wow. And then, what are the actions you started to take that was? That started to lead you to where you are after that moment. Well, one of the things I would do is while I was working at AT and T, I just became obsessed with listening to like positive audios, listening to positive audios, and also having active conversations with people that I knew 
were just in a place of pursuing their higher self, pursuing their dreams. And I started, in a sense, changing the people I was surrounding myself with. I started doing, mm. like, unconscious things. You know, I started doing mm. really, just unconsciously, just changing, slowly changing people around me, listening to audios, everything. Mm. Now, did you have, like, toxic people around you? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had I had people. Well, the interesting thing is that when it came to those toxic people, I've, I've learned to love them because those toxic people were actually reflections of me externalizing the physical reality. And so I started like, oh, my goodness, like, because I, I got along with these people, which means that I was just like, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> you know, so... So really the people that were at the time seemingly toxic, I've learned that when I just, in a sense, improved myself, changed my, my focus of thoughts and, and really changed the level I was vibrating, they either naturally floated to away or they kind of rose up with me. Like, you know what? I want, I want to listen to stuff as well. I want to get coaching and everything like you're doing as well. So the people that kind of fall out of our lives, well, I mean, everything happens perfectly. They're just, they're, it's like almost like which one's better to be in second grade or to be in fifth grade? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, not, like neither one is better. They're just two different grades. Like, when I was ready to elevate my consciousness, elevate my grade, I don't really condemn them. I say, I love you regardless, but I'm going to this grade. And I refuse to keep flunking to fit in with you. Right. I. That's so wonderful because I, you know, I think as a coach, you're always, learning and growing and, and, and evolving uh, not just mm-hmm. by the readings but also by the people you're coaching I think that they also are ironically a reflection of you and what you need what me as a coach need to keep improving and growing and expanding mm-hmm. and you know you do see your sort of outgrow your circle a little bit and then yeah you, and I think it's just like it's like oh I just acknowledge that I have outgrown them. I don't have to make them wrong. I don't have to shame them where they are. That's just where they mm-hmm. are, and this is where I am. And I need yeah. to surround myself with other people who's going to pull for my greatness as well. Um, that's also yeah. I, I find so important too. Um, that's so true. So, so I a, a quote that you have on your Instagram that I really love, and I want to ask you about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure where you got it from, but it says. Lions don't eat mice. What, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. So lions don't eat mice. That's actually one of the ancient ones. I don't, I, don't, I don't even remember where I heard that from. But so the origin of that quote is basically saying that if you're playing life at a game that you, you know you're kind of, you're beating it. You ever heard this quote, if you're the smartest one in your circle, you should change circles? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's... It's almost like I, I, in my life, I, I would settle. I would settle and I would, I would have this confidence, this, this, this sense of pride from winning these easy battles in life. You mm. see? So I was, I was really confident at AT&T because I was like, I'm the best salesman here. Well, I mean, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're not putting here to believe. Why are you bragging about that? You know, you're, you're bragging about, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with a job. There's nothing wrong with sales. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But I was definitely at a level where I've obviously outgrown it, but I was still kind of wallowing in the fact that I'm, you know, oh yeah, I'm one of the best salesmen there. But dude, you have bigger purposes out there. You know, so some mm. of us in life, we have these easy things. They can be anything. They can be the job. They can be like, they can be even be a relationship. You're, you're with someone that doesn't fulfill you, but you're like, yeah, at least they're here, whatever, just settling. And you would never see a lion eating a tiny little mouse because all of the effort that it takes to be with that smaller thing, that effort can be used with something much grander. And the oh only thing God. that the, mm-hmm. That's so wonderful. And the thing is that the only difference between the chasing the mice all day and chasing a bigger thing in our life is a little bitty line in between both of them. And that line is what we call fear. Mm. You know, the, the oh, same... Yes. Yeah, the same, the, the same effort to create half a million dollars is the exact same effort to create 20000 mm. Wow, that you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you just you just hit me right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! I want to hear I want to hear you speak now. <laughs> Are you ever in New York? Yeah, yeah man. It's, 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 yeah, I, I'm. I, I got another one coming up on Monday. It's, it's in Kansas City, but uh, my next speech will be Monday. What? Sorry, say that again. Yeah, what was that? I didn't hear you. Broke up. Oh, okay. So yeah, so my next. Actually, um, I do have another speech um, March 4th in Kansas City. Um, that's only like a couple of days now, but I'm doing one every two months. So every every two months, I should be speaking somewhere. I'll, I'll post them on Instagram, post them on, on um, my Eventbrite site and all of that good stuff. Okay. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So about to wrap up here, I got a few questions to ask you and just tell me what comes to mind. So mm-hmm. what, is, what does a life of love mean to you? A life of love is a life of authenticity. Uh, full authenticity. Love, meaning love of others, of course, but also that self-love. You know, love, mm. love others to say yes when you want to. Love yourself to say no when you want to. Mm. Yes. And how do you get out of your own way? Other than the walks. Mm-hmm. How do you get out of your own way? I get out of my own way by trusting, trusting that there's something that lives within all of us, lives in us and around us and through everything that knows the way. It's my job to just say, okay, cool. I trust you. Take me there. And what I'll do, I'll enjoy the ride. Mm. And and Mm. key word, key word, enjoy the ride, not force the ride, not try to grind the ride. Not, no, no. Enjoy the ride. Row, row, row right. your boat gently down <laughs> the stream. Mm. Merrily, wow. merrily, life <laughs> is but a dream. That's mm. just like, you just gave me a whole new meaning to that, the whole, that whole thing. <laughs> um, and what's the secret to coaching that you wish everybody knew? Um, for people aspiring to become a coach? Oh, no, to hire a coach. The higher okay, so people that wants to hire a coach, I believe that it's almost like this. Somebody says, I want I'm here at A and I want to be at Z. A lot of times we're trying to get to Z, but we have unconscious habits that are keeping us away. Success, the only way to become successful basically is to create habits that are conducive to what it takes to be successful. However, a lot of us those habits are completely in our unconscious. We just don't know. And right. a wise man once said that until we make the unconscious conscious, conscious. it will run our life and we will call it fate. Mm. <laughs> You're just like giving me goodies. And yeah. last, last question. What does a juicy love life look like to you? Man, me and that girl I'm creating, man. And, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we drive it. We, we going to somewhere like In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> we, going in, and, and here's the thing. We're going to In-N-Out Burger, but in public, we tell everybody we vegan. <laughs> oh yeah, we're vegan. And we got this and we got this huge following and everything. All these people are like, wow, they're so health conscious. And we 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 sneak out to Ed's out burger and we massing on some some grilled cheese and some fries and some turkey, everything. Massing. <laughs> we're vegan last month. <laughs> exactly. Once a year. Yep. Once a year, so a, ju- a juicy life of love is is to that retrospect, just being me, man, enjoying my life with me and and whoever's around me, man, just just having fun. I mean, we, we I don't want to take life so serious, man. Like, like rest yeah. in peace to Heath Ledger, but when he played the role of Joker, that was a phenomenal. But one of my favorite things he says is, "Why so serious?" Mm. Yeah, something like is what you just said. Like, enjoy the ride, you know, and like even in. Like, I find, like, even in the toughest moments, there is so much joy in learning in that moment. Like, being like, oh, instead of dwelling in that, the pain, the, the agony of whatever is happening, 
like mm-hmm. really at like what is this here to teach me that's one of the questions that i ask myself that really wakes me up like what is this here to teach me and i always find something new and that i that evolves myself and i just i just love what you just said um so tell us everyone where can people find you they can mm-hmm. connect with you yep so um you can look at instagram on instagram if you search alan j big that's a l l e n j b i g um that's there see some of the stuff i do um there's also my website rethinkingbig.com and then also another thing i do is that um anyone that goes comes through this podcast i will allow them to have a one hour no charge expression session and that's where it's Yep, it's an expression session. So me and them, and they can just let it all out. Whatever's, whatever's deep within them that they want to express, well, whatever shift they want to make in their life. Like, I've had some people that just in the expression session of loan, they, their life just completely revamped. Like, I had this one lady who, she was mostly business. She was like, I am I am in the financial services business, and I want to create a higher income. She's like, I know, you know, emotions and everything is important, but I just want some more money. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So we sat down and had one expression session for about an hour and 10 minutes. And from what she learned and from what she created within herself, the next day, the largest client by more than three times she had signed up with her for her financial services business. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that, that's, that's, if they just email Alan, A-L-L-E-N, at rethinkingbig.com. Alan at rethinkingbig.com. Dot com. Send an email there. Say they want to, say you want an expression session. I'll reply back within a day or so, and we'll set it up. All right. Well, Alan, this has been such a pleasure. I've been, you know, following your Instagram, and you know, I just want to acknowledge you for just what you're creating. It's just so wonderful, and it, even me as a coach, just seeing. I'm just inspired by you and who you're being, who you're being for people and how you're changing lives and and just the gems that you are just dropping. I know that your clients are just benefiting and growing and changing their life because you are in the world. So thank you for being in the world and being a coach. Man, wow. You got me feel like this, though, Washington. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, honestly bro, I appreciate that I feel like I should be picking up a Grammy after hearing that man <laughs> I appreciate that really means a lot to me you're welcome uh, and thank you so much and I look forward to hopefully speaking with you again and connecting with connecting with you on Instagram too alright man hey, thank you so much good. for being on the show hey sounds good man thanks for having me alright you're welcome bye Bye-bye. Hey, guys. So don't forget to subscribe on Instagram at Jimmy Allen and Twitter, simply Jimmy. And don't forget to rate, rate, subscribe, comment, and share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Thank you guys for joining me. This is Jimmy Allen with Crazy Juicy Love.